Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Daniel Jones was absolutely phenomenal against the Minnesota Vikings. He's going to have to be even better and a bigger part of the run game against the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are in for Greeny today. As always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, I was very surprised to look back at the season after Daniel Jones had 17 carries this past week. A lot of them not designed runs, but scrambles. Mm-hmm. But to look back at the year and realize that only six times all season did he have over 10 carries in a game, and during the regular season, never had more than 12. I look at this week, I'm not dumb enough to think it's a 20 to 25 carry game. You don't do that. And you saw times the other day where he looked exhausted, like he needed a break. But boy, I really think he has got to be a big part of the Giants run game this week. I think it is 14, 15 times that they're going to need him to run the football. Well, if Daniel Jones carries the ball 15, 20 times, I can guarantee that it will be a fourth quarter game for the Giants. Yep. So I'm not going to shy away from using him in the run game, especially going up against the defense, Carlin. That's allowed the fourth most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks. So to me, Daniel Jones' legs, it's what's going to allow the Giants to dictate the complexion of the game. Go back to that drive the Giants put together in the second quarter against the Vikings. 20 plays, 85 yards. Daniel Jones converted for first downs with his legs three times in that drive, seven times overall in that game. That drive ate up over 11 minutes of clock in the second quarter. That's what the Giants are going to have to do. A part of playing good defense against this Philadelphia Eagles offense is the Giants offense keeping that Eagles offense off the field. So I love the idea of accentuating Daniel Jones's legs and having that be a focal point of your offense going into this matchup. And, and the thing is, is you mentioned how many yards they've given up to quarterbacks. I mean, they give up 95 yards to Justin Fields. Who, yep. Yeah, listen, there's, there's no shame in that. But there are other guys, you know, they, they were, he only carried it five or six times, but uh, Kyler Murray was averaging like 10, 12 yards per carry against them earlier this year. It's not that the Eagles cannot be had, but what I also think is a, a big part of it too, Canty, is how do they slow down the, uh, how do they slow down the Eagles pass rush here? And that's the way to do it. That's, that's almost the bigger factor for me for Daniel Jones is when he's a threat to run and take off on the non-designed runs, then the Eagles, maybe it dials back their aggression a hair in trying to get to him? Yeah, I think that has to be the key. And, and here's the thing, Carlin. One of the, the – the, part of the beauty of the game plan that Mike Kafka and Brian Dable put together against the Vikings – was that the Giants won on early downs, Carlin. Yeah. They were able to win on early downs and distances, taking advantage of first down, having the opportunity to get explosive plays on first down. They had eight plays of 10 or more yards on first downs 
against the Minnesota Vikings. So staying ahead of the sticks, staying ahead of the chain, staying on schedule is what lends itself to not allowing that Eagles pass rush to get heated up. Let me tell you something. It's hard to get after the quarterback when it's second in five. It's hard to get after the quarterback when it's third and two. And so those are the downs and distances that you want Daniel Jones and his offense to live in if you're a Giants fan or if you're the head coach, Brian Dable. And so scheming on first down with the short passing game, uh, with the quarterback run game, is what's going to be essential in terms of being able to slow down some of the aggressiveness from that Eagles defensive front. Well, and, and keep this in mind. The first time that they met in Week 14, the leading rusher for the Giants in that game was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. And and that was in garbage time. He had mm-hmm. a 32-yard run when the game was over. Yeah. So keep in mind, not just the ability to do that, but what was the other big number from that game? Outside of the overall rushing, six sacks yeah. for the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles had 15 more sacks than anybody else this year. Is that, I think that, that number? That is right. Yeah. That is right. I mean, that's an absurd number Brandon Graham. They came three sacks away from breaking the sack record. Yeah. They had 70 sacks, Carlin. Brandon, 70. Brandon Graham, who is, who's been in the league forever now at this point, had three sacks in that game alone. Carlin, it's the first team in the Super Bowl era to have all four down linemen have double digit sacks. All wow. four. Wow. All four. Think about that. I mean, that's, that's off the charts. I don't know how you contend with that. Chris, you stay, you stay out of third and long. That's what you do. Yeah. That's how you contend with it. You stay out of third and long. It's so funny. I don't look at the Eagles' defense and say, you can't score on them. You can't move on them. But then you realize that they're one of the best defenses in the league. Chris, it's not one of those ones that like pops off the page when you think about it, but it just is. Well, here's the thing. And you say it's not a defense that, you can't move the ball on. I think we're looking at very specific instances where they didn't play at their best. I know what sticks out in my mind is what Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders went into Lincoln Financial Field yeah. and did to them on that Monday night game. But this defense is second in total yards. Yeah. They're top 10 in scoring defense. They're fifth in takeaways. This is a really scary defense, and the thing that sets them apart is how disruptive they are. Tackles for losses, sacks, turnovers. You have to avoid those toxic plays if you're the Giants' offense because when you get in those adverse situations, when you get in second and long and third and long, that's when bad things start to happen. So I I think you have to have a healthy level of respect for this Eagles' defense because it's a completely different animal than what you just saw in the Minnesota Vikings. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And this is uh, an opportunity for you to come on and be a part of the show and give us the reasons why the Giants can win this game in Philadelphia. 888-SAY-ESPN, be a part of Greeny Nation on the call-in line right now, 888-729-3776. Oh, this is not, uh, this is not ideal for Jet fans. I, just the name at this Ooh. point should give you shivers, and I'm yeah. just going to share it with you right now. Our Diana Rossini reporting. The Jets are currently meeting with former Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett for their offensive coordinator position. Are they going to try to use him to recruit Aaron Rodgers again this offseason? Oh, my God. Because that didn't work out for the Denver Broncos.
That didn't work out for the Broncos. The Jets have already had a hackett as their offensive coordinator years ago, and that didn't go well. Yeah. And I hate to be somebody that just says it runs in the family, but I kind of think it does. Yeah, I just... Paul Hackett was not a great offensive coordinator. No, here's the thing, man. I don't know that the stink has gone away from what Nathaniel Hackett has done. No, and I get it was a disaster. If I'm Nathaniel Hackett, take a step back for a year, collect the money... Relax. Get back in next but year. But how do you sell? How do you in. sell this to the Jets fan base? You don't step up from Mike Lafleur. You don't. But that's my point. It's you all, don't. Like it's about the development of. The, here's the thing: if they're if they're hiring Nathaniel Hackett or entertaining the possibility of hiring Nathaniel Hackett, it's got to be for the relationships that he's bringing to the table with players and trying to lure a franchise quarterback there. It can't be because of player develop. When have we seen Nathaniel Hackett develop a quarterback? We haven't. When have we seen it? We haven't. Nathaniel Hackett, what a dope. <laughs> I think that's fair. I don't. I mean, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful because he's an no. NFL coach, but it was god awful this year in Denver. What did he do? Greg Paulus at Syracuse? That's that's who he developed. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, I am right now going Jacksonville back with Blake Bortles. Is that what we're? Is that what did we're leaning on? Did he have his forty on? touchdown year under? Blake I think Bortles? he did. I think. Uh, I mean, is that, is that is that what we're leaning on? Rodgers won two MVPs with him. Yeah, I, I think that would have happened without him. Reinvigorated his career. Well, Rodgers, Rodgers was already an MVP quarterback before Nathaniel Hackett got there. <laughs> Not the couple <laughs> years before he got there. And by I the think way, it was all him. well, I'm just I'm just asking the question because you're talking about developing young quarterbacks with the Jets, right? If that's indeed what they're doing, if we're taking the Jets at face value and saying that they're not giving up on Zach Wilson, why should we have any confidence that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be able to develop Zach Wilson? You shouldn't. Chris, God, I hate these three words, and I hate to put them together. Same old Jets. If you bring in Nathaniel Hackett to be your offensive coordinator, look, it's going to be hard enough, we understand, to bring in an offensive coordinator in a situation where you don't know who your quarterback is, you know it can't be Zach Wilson, and you may be out of a job in a year if things are not going right. Mm-hmm. Because Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are on the clock this coming year. Yeah. That's very clear. So whenever you're a coordinator considering a job, that immediately moves that job a little further down the list. So now we have to consider Nathaniel Hackett to try to bring over Aaron Rodgers? I, I can't imagine that's what they're thinking. And I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers... Because it just didn't go... work in Denver, if that's what they were well, trying to do. Well, not only that, I mean, does Aaron Rodgers want to follow Brett Favre's career path? Well, he seems to be following it in a lot of other ways, too. Yeah, but I mean... By I, aggravating I, the heck out of all of us. That's a fair point. But I, I just don't see Brett Favre... I mean, Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers deciding that he wants to do that and come over to the New York Jets. I just... It's fool's gold if you're thinking that Nathaniel Hackett is going to help you recruit Aaron Rodgers or another franchise quarterback that wants out of his current situation. Yeah, maybe when he's tripping on ayahuasca, the Mayan statues will tell oh, him he has boy. to go play in the West Coast offense. Or yeah, something. I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, boy, Dak was absolutely fantastic against Tampa. By the way, uh, before you get to your tease here, I yeah. just want to jump in here real quick. We want to discuss yesterday's tease. I don't know if you're aware of what happened. So, what happened? Uh, after the show, you know, just to throw, make sure everyone's aware, we always record the uh, look-ahead promo for your guys' show right. on Candy and Carlin. Whether or not you guys are in or not, you always do the promo. So let's just have everyone take a listen to the promo you guys recorded. This is the one that aired. 
Wednesday on Canty and Carlin, Dak Prescott's not the only quarterback who has to worry about turnovers. Plus, we'll tell you the quarterback that should be looking over his shoulder come divisional round weekend. Mm. Canty and Carlin, 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch on the ESPN app. What was that? The, mm? Yeah, we're just kind of wondering what was going on with those noises because it also took you guys three takes to do it, which led to this. Mm. 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 <laughs> Ah, it's, you had three separate noises over the time there, so uh, well, you know, we're just trying to know what was going through your head for those noises. I, you know, you started off with one pitch, and then you right. toned it yeah, down. Yeah, I like that you descended in pitch each well, time. Well, here's, here's what I said. Before you say what you're going to say, I, but I, just, I know what no, I'm going to say. Before, you say, before you. you say it, I just want you to know that I am uncomfortable if you somehow suggest that I was in your head when you made those noises. <laughs> I just want to put that out. Here's what I would say. say that, I feel like I need to go to HR. Okay, well, here's what I'll say. On the second one, when we did it all the way through, and it seemed perfect, Canty actually looked and said, let's do that one more time. And I actually got in my own head and I said, I wonder if he thought the mm was a different pitch this time. Let me see if I can ramp it up a little bit. So I mm. was in your head when you were doing it. Not mm. in the way that you'd be uncomfortable with. Okay. It was more of a perfectionist way. Oh, okay. I'm just, mm. here's the thing. I don't want anything that we do to be formulaic or to be the same thing every day. So mm. I just threw it in there and mixed it up. That's yeah. all. Listen, I want us to be close. We're, we're, we're teammates. Mm. We're on air. We're on air partners. But I, I just don't know if I want us to be that close when you feel mm. like you're making sounds like that with me in mind. I'm not making sounds like that with you in mind. Okay. That's right. not what's happening. Okay. But I, I mm. it is, for whatever reason, a sound that has become synonymous with me a, a okay. trait whether it's on the michael k show in new york or here i mm, i don't know okay. i don't know why that's become mm. a thing. <laughs> can you play the montage one more time bubba <laughs> what would have happened if we got to like seven takes you just would have been like mm. <laughs> yeah no i don't need to get to the it puts oh the lotion in the basket level. I don't oh, need to wow, get there. Went silence of the lambs. <laughs> Man, get us to break. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E. 
E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, I mean, I think I've gotten better every week, so certainly feel like we've played well to this point, but, you know, by no means are we satisfied with just getting here, and there's a lot a lot of work to do for us, you know, and we're excited to do it. Daniel Jones fired up, ready to go for the Giants. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance, in for Greeny today, and we've got some calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Giants and their possibility of winning this game this week in Philadelphia Saturday night. Let's go to Brian first on ESPN Radio. Brian, what do you think? Hey, guys, uh, lifelong Giants fan, Canty. Love you, bro. Super Bowl champ. My man. Um, listen, I, go back, I go back to week one, and I think it's Dayball. Look for Dayball to have to make a decision early in this game that sets the tone. Maybe that's a fourth down in their own territory. You know, maybe that's a two-point conversion. But he's got this team playing loose. All the pressure's on Philly. Seven-and-a-half-point dogs. Look for him to set the tone early to have to make a decision that shows that we're in this thing to win it and the pressure's on the cheesesteak-eating guys on the other sideline. See, when we say the, all the pressure's on Philly – like, it doesn't I, – I understand what he's saying. It's win or go home. The pressure's yeah, on both the teams. The pressure's on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not one of those things, oh, Giants, house money game, all that stuff. No, I no, guarantee no, no, you no, 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 no. that's not the way they're approaching the game. No, that's, that's not, what not, that's not how they're looking at it, and that's not what Brian Dayball is selling them. They believe, going into this matchup, that they have a chance to win. And so it'll come down to execution. Everybody understands that, but I think it'll also come down to the Giants playing a very specific brand of ball that – mitigates the strengths of this Eagles team. But, Chris, I would also caution against what he was saying about, you know, it's going to come down to a decision early in the game and going for it in your own territory. Be careful here. The one thing I'll say is it's one thing to be aggressive. It's another thing, and we were talking about this yesterday in reference to Doug Peterson and the Jaguars in Kansas City. Yep. In that game back in Week 10, Doug Peterson started that game with an onside kick. Now, they got it. They didn't score. But it is sending the message to your team right away that we need to do wacky things to go win this game. We can't win this game otherwise. I don't want to see Brian Dable on Saturday night on fourth and two from his own 31 on his first series of the game. Go for it. And I don't think he will. Like, that's not the kind of decision that you make that some fans might think sets a tone, but in reality, it says to your team, well, we have to go for it here because we can't stop them and we can't do this, and it sets a bad tone. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I don't think you have to come out with any gimmicks. This is a good Giants team. They're fundamentally sound. They play solid football. They don't beat themselves, Carlin. And I think that goes a long ways in the playoffs. The thing that I get concerned with is players in these moments when the lights are the brightest doing things that are uncharacteristic. And so Daniel Jones has done a great job of protecting the football. You just hope that he doesn't revert to the quarterback that we saw in the first three years in the Giants Giants uniform where he was giving it away uh, at an alarming rate. So I think that's the biggest concern going up against a defense that's shown themselves to be really good at takeaways and a defense that's shown itself to be good at creating negative plays against opposing offenses. Ronald, up next on ESPN Radio. Ronald, what do you think Saturday night in South Philly? I don't think Daniel Jones is going to look as good as he looked this past Saturday. This uh, this Eagles defense is completely different from what he just saw. I think if the Giants can get to Hurts early, I mean bang him, they're going to have to test that shoulder. Get to him early, then they can kind of slow the ball down. They can slow Miles Sanders down. They can pound Saquon, but Daniel Jones has to score early. They have to score early. I think they can slow it down. I think 17 points might win this game. They have to pound Saquon. I think thinking that 17 nah. points is going to win this game is nah. exceptionally optimistic. No, nah, that ain't going to get it done. No. <laughs> no. Nah. You're going to no. have to score in the 20s minimum yeah. in order for this to be a win for the Giants. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't see that at all. And. You're right about one thing, the very first thing you said. This is a much different defense than what the Giants faced this past week. Yeah. I mean, Carlin, 17 points? No. 17 points? Canty, this is this is 24 to 28 minimum, I think. I mean, the only game... For that, the Giants. The only game, game that the Eagles were held into teens with Jalen Hurts under center was that Colts game back in week 11. Yeah. where they won 17-16 and Jalen Hurts had that, 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 that game-winning drive at the end, that's the only game where they've been held in the teens. Every other game they're scoring in the 20s or 30s the or Giants, even 40s. The Giants like, did, I don't know about that. Yeah, the first matchup in Week 14, the Giants did not have a Dory Jackson. Uh, that's not enough to account for the fact the Eagles put up 48. Yeah. I mean, and they did it without much of a problem. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I... I'm still a little frustrated by that whole mm, thing. All I'm trying to do is add a little spice. Mm, uh, a little, mm, little, little spicy mm. meatball. Yeah, a little spicy. I almost said that's a spicy meatball, but I thought maybe we're a little short Well, if you would have said that, then, I mean, I think everybody would have been a little more comfortable because so you, you would have been saying, mm, because of the spicy meatball. I, I don't know. And not I because of your is, co-host. I, I, it's not, listen, I have nothing but affection for everyone in my life. Well, that's not true. Canty and Carlin, he has been on radio. <laughs> Greeny, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Listen, I don't like the direction that you're going with this beard thing. Listen, I don't like it. We're a big show. We're a bearded show. We pride ourselves on being pound for pound the biggest show on ESPN radio. Right. Getting rid of your beard takes away from our identity. I don't like it. Most successful teams have a firm identity. Right. We've established our identity over the last year. Yeah. You getting rid of the beard puts that in jeopardy. I don't like it. I, I'm not getting rid of it yet. I, I would like to consider it. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. The reason I would like to consider it is because when I first grew it in in 2016, mm-hmm. <laughs> John Hine and I were doing Loudmouths in New York at SNY, mm-hmm. at SNY, and we grew them in because Ryan Fitzpatrick hadn't signed, and we were not going to grow our beards out <laughs> until Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> signed his contract. It was actually, it, was, it sounds goofy, but it was a great bit. Yeah. And then we got shaved live on the air. Wow. <laughs> but it was a lot more pepper than salt then. Yeah. Now we're, we have reached the point where it is virtually all salt. And I have not. What's wrong with that, though? What's Chris, wrong with going I, full Lovey Smith? Uh, because I, I don't understand. Because it. he has given, he has reached that level of zero blanks given. And if you know, Lovey Smith looks phenomenal with his beard. And if you looks know, phenomenal, he does. He looks great with, but his he, beard. he doesn't care. Like, That's a fair point. You know, and that, there's a lot to be said for that. If you know anything about me. You know that fashion and my appearance is everything. <laughs> fashion week is my most busy week during the year. I am going show to show. No, honestly, I, I would like, to, what I would like to do is to lose enough weight here at some point soon. Forget about my health, just so I could get rid of the beard and it wouldn't be covering up four chins as opposed to barely covering up one. Why? I don't understand why you want to get rid of the All right, beard. I would it have kept no it. Sense. Like if my beard looked like Rob Ninkovich, I would have kept it. Like I, I You don't can't let it grow now. out. You don't let your beard grow out. I did at one point. So you should well, again. But here's the other problem. What's the problem? I'm allergic to the dog. And so... I, I use like uh, nasal spray and all that stuff, but the little bits of dander get oh, caught the, in my beard. Yeah, I got you. That's a problem. Now maybe that's I a little. Trim that's a little. Legit, that's a legitimate problem. Yes, I'm sure we got to be able to find so, some some zizol or something to be able to work past that. But I, I don't like the idea of you getting rid of the beard. We haven't checked in with Cheryl to see where she's at. We know that's the person's opinion that matters the most, yeah. not yours. Yeah. But I can tell you this. My wife, no shot at cutting his beard off. Okay. No shot. I, I know my wife is leaving me the minute I cut this beard off. But it is so dark. It looks amazing. And you it's got, not going to be dark forever. You got, and this is, this is not naturally dark, by the way. I just I, I put a little. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a little, little extra sauce in there. You think, I could, do extra that? Sauce. You think I could do that? Oh, yeah. I could hook you up with my barber. A little extra sauce in there. Yeah. Could I color this beard, Brandon, our yeah, stage manager? Could I color this beard? Would it not look good? I'm thinking it wouldn't look good. 
I'm thinking it would. I don't think he on. should go completely dark. I think he should salt and pepper it. You know, B. They got the. They have the beard mm. dye where you can do a little salt and pepper. Exactly. <laughs> that's what the ladies gonna be saying when they see Carlin with that beard. That's salt and pepper. Mmm. Yeah. That's what you gonna get. I'm telling you, that's the direction that you should mm. go before you cut it all off. All right. Well, I'm not cutting it off. Listen, tomorrow. I get that you crop the top with We're, the hair, but the well, that beard was, that the, was because we but, had no choice. But the beard is still strong. The force is still strong with your. Beard. Okay. Don't get rid of it. Well, we're we're a good forty pounds away from even oh, considering it at this mm. point. So let's worry about it when it's a problem. I'll tell you what is a problem. Something I heard yesterday in Philly. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You'll hear what that problem is in thirty seconds. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus. Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. This was Nick Sirianni yesterday at his press conference when he was asked about uh, watching the game this past week, the Giants-Vikings game, uh, with his staff while they were on a bye week. Uh, yeah, Scott, uh, Kanicki, guys, I, want, I was like kind of craving a Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza, which is, I haven't had that in a while. That's, that's not something I get to get at home. Um, so we had that. Um, it was in the offensive staff room. Now, look, I understand craving something. I understand everything that comes with food problems, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> I like the folks from Pizza Hut. They're nice folks. No. 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 You're living on the eastern seaboard. Mm-hmm. You're in one of the great cities in the country for pizza. Great cities for food, period. Yes. Yeah. And you are craving stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. No offense to the folks at Pizza Hut. There are much better options in that situation. And frankly, like that is tantamount to me to Nick Sirianni's first press conference where you're worried about everything because he can't say the right thing. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. So does this now make you question Nick Sirianni's decision-making when it comes to the playoff game against the Giants? I don't know how it does not Wow. What is your opinion on stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut? I liked it when I was a kid before I knew any better. Right. Yeah. And what if you want stuffed crust? Where else are you going to get it? Pizza Hut's there the place to go. I he guess. doesn't, but he doesn't but just you, want but, pizza. But, but, he but, wants stuffed crust. But if you have to rely on that kind of gimmick for your pizza, you. you're getting pizza from the wrong place. Yeah, it, that's the, the point that Carlin is bringing up. I, but, but it's trying too hard, Bubba. It's trying too hard when you have to do things like that to get people to buy into what you're doing. Yeah, you know. Well, like you said, he he, he doesn't get it all. He doesn't get it ever at home with his family. Right. So I'm sure he gets all the places you're referencing, all the great places of Philly. Yeah. He wanted to get something different. He was in the in the mood for some stuffed crust. I'm in the Cam and I are ready for some stuffed crust right now. Unfortunately, there are no pizza huts in Bristol, or else I'd go right now. Well, but here's the problem: you're in one another one of the great pizza states in the country, in Connecticut. With Pepe's and yeah, uh, New Haven's kind of Sally's. far though. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to go to New Haven. A couple of them are chains, right? That's I, true. Yeah, yeah. They got some nearby. Yeah. So listen, I I don't know what the argument is, and here's the bigger problem. Listen to it again at the beginning. Uh, yeah, Scott uh, Kanicki, guys. I want. I was like kind of craving a Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. Another, I was craving it. In other words, I've had it many, many times before. Yeah, it's probably been a while. It's one thing when we're talking about any port in a storm. We all do what we have to do in certain occasions. Sure. 
This is not that case. Yeah, this is a choice. Yeah. This is a choice where you have options and you decide to go this route. Great choice. Over authentic pizza. Bubba, is, is there – is the only time chain pizza is acceptable when you really don't have any other options? Is that the only time it's acceptable? Yeah, I mean – no, I think it just I think it just depends on the situation. I think you you mix things up. I mean, if you're if you're at home um and you want to you, you know, I think in this scenario they're they're you know, they're in the bunker, they're in the Eagles, you know, they're they're in the the office, they're then there for hours. You you're just going to get a pizza. You're not going to go get a a fancy pizza in there. You're you're in the bunker. You know you're what you're get- doing? You're chain, chain pizza is unacceptable. Yeah, you're under grasping, any circumstance. You're grasping at straws. Yeah, they it's want stuff crust. What do you mean? You're, it's you're not, unacceptable. You're not, it's just you're, unacceptable. You're Sorry. not you're it's, not it's good pizza. It's good pizza. These are the kind of tough decisions you have to make as head coach. Chain pizza is unacceptable. I'm, if you if you're eating it every single time for pizza, I would agree. If that's your if exclusively you're like I'm only having stuffed crust, I would agree. But having it once a year, that's a problem. You know who makes that decision? Nathaniel Hackett. He makes that. decision. Oh, stop it. He makes that decision. It's kind of tough decisions. You it, have the to make only as head time coach. The, for me and I spoiled growing up in the East Coast. The mm. only time where I'll do that is when the options are not necessarily better, or I'm looking to expedite the time to get the food to me, mm-hmm. which will happen on occasion. Yeah. And then, honestly, when I'm driving and there's another, not, not another option. Or maybe mm. in college. <laughs> maybe college. in college where, oh. where, where you might. College, we had a deal <laughs> at Domino's might, at college. You might not be of sound mind, oh and it just God. seems like it makes sense. <laughs> there was a deal at college on, on Domino's, which was, uh, a medium two topping pizza and two sodas for six bucks. Oh, that oh is God. that is money. That was when that I put on the money. That was when I put on the freshman four. Oh yeah, five dollars, five dollar Tuesdays for Papa John Pizza in Charlottesville. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. Couple uh, of large pies. Oh, unbelievable. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Like based on what I saw from Keyshawn's real rankings this morning, like Keyshawn would make the choice that Nick Sirianni made right there, and. What I want to be uh, looking at here in particular is how he structured it. And dear God, I really have questions. We got on Keyshawn yesterday. I don't want to get on him too much. Yeah. But here are his real rankings of playoff quarterbacks, okay? Mm -hmm. Number eight, Trevor Lawrence, dead last. Number seven, Brock Purdy. Okay. Number six, Daniel Jones. No problem with the list so far. Number five, Jalen Hurts. Big problem. Number four, Dak Prescott. Okay. Number three, Joe Burrow. Big problem. Number two, Josh Allen. Big problem. Number one, Mahomes. I don't think that's debatable. No, it's not. Uh, There are real problems here with Prescott being as high as four. There are problems here with Burrow being behind Allen, I think, right now. Uh, There are problems with Jalen Hurts being fifth. Uh, There are problems with... uh, Trevor Lawrence being dead last? I don't have a problem with Trevor Lawrence being dead last because Trevor Lawrence threw four picks in that game in the win against the Chargers. I understand. I don't have a problem with that. And I trust what's around Brock Purdy more than I trust what's around T-Law. And T-Law is going to have to go head-to-head with Pat Mahomes in the division round in Kansas City. I, I just I don't have a problem with T-Law being at the bottom of the list. Purdy seventh, Daniel Jones being sixth. Where I take issue is Jalen Hurst being fifth. Yeah. I think that's too low for an all-pro quarterback. This guy was second-team all-pro, right behind Pat Mahomes, who was first-team all-pro. I got a problem with him being that far down the list, even with the shoulder injury. Dak Prescott played a really good game in the wild card, so 
I still don't know that I can put him in front of Jalen Hurts. So I got beef there. I got beef with Josh Allen being over Joe Burrow. Josh Allen still ain't figured out the turnovers, Carlin. No. I mean, it's not a coincidence that since Brian Dayball has walked out of that door, Josh Allen went on to set a career high with tur- turnovers, including the wild card game, 22 turnovers on the season, three turnovers against Miami. The only reason that game was close, Carlin, was the two interceptions that Josh Allen threw and the sack fumble that led to a touchdown by, uh, by Sealer, the defensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins. That game was not supposed to be a three-point game. And if the Dolphins had their operation buttoned up and didn't get that delay a game on fourth and one, we could be talking about a different outcome in that with them starting their third-string quarterback. So Josh Allen being ahead of Joe Burrow, absolutely not. Well, here's what I would go. Mahomes one, Burrow two. Then I would go to uh, Jalen Hurts Hurts three. Josh Allen four. Yep. And then maybe Prescott. Prescott five. Yeah, maybe. But here's the the bigger issue with Prescott is where Keyshawn is on this. Here he is this morning uh, saying that he has proven everybody wrong. People are going to try to move the goalposts. Now it's he finally won a playoff game. He's tied with so-and-so who won a playoff game. Joe Burrow's won more playoff games than Dak Prescott. He's the same as Brock Purdy. They're going to continue to move the goalposts. Can you say that he played phenomenal in the playoffs? Absolutely. Can he continue this? Absolutely. Now, let's see. I mean, let's see. Do I think he's going to continue it? Yes. Do I think that people need to get off his back and quiet down? Yes. No. No, we don't. Not yet. And it was it was against a bad football team the other night. Yeah. It was against a bad defense the other night. Dak was great. If he plays at that level, the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. But he really lost me this morning when you were on with the fellas, and he said – that he absolutely can go to San Francisco and do to the 49ers what Patrick Mahomes did. No, to no, no, Dear no, God, no, King, no, 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 stop, no, no, no. stop. He is not on that level yet. He has a lot of work to do before you can even have the discussion. And he is not going to go to San Francisco and do what Patrick Mahomes did to the 49ers earlier this year because he is not in the same hemisphere as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs offense has had the highest EPA and the highest efficiency rating of any offense since Pat Mahomes took the reins in 2018. And that includes this year when you took Tyreek Hill away. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you took Tyreek Hill away and he's going to win the damn MVP. Yeah. Like, it's not the same quarterback. If you took, like, see, if you took, you took Amari Cooper away, And what Dak leads the league in interception. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's not apples to apples in that situation. So, I don't expect that Dak is going to have the kind of performance on, on uh, what is it, Sunday? Yeah. That we saw him have on Monday night against the Bucks. The Bucks passing defense gave up the fifth most touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks on the regular season. This ain't that same defense he's going up against in the 49ers. The 49ers have first-team all-pro defenders on every level of the defense, Carlin. The last time that's happened in the last 20 years – was the 2012 49ers, and they came five yards away from winning the Super Bowl in 2012. Great. So uh, Carlin, I, I just I don't understand how you can give or you can assign that level of success or productivity against that caliber of defense for Dak. I don't get it. Yeah. Listen, maybe we'll be talking differently in a couple of weeks if Dak's playing out of his mind. If he's still playing. Right. If he's still playing in when it comes to conference championship weekend, yeah. then, then he would have played. Carlin, hear me out. He would have played the best game of his career. And that's including what we saw Monday night against the Bucs. Absolutely. 
I do. That's get, the only no path to victory that the Cowboys have. And listen, at that point, you know, you get to the Super Bowl, you can catch up to as many playoff wins as the Jets have in the last 30 years. Same as you. Wow. Still chasing uphill. You make it so personal with the Jets Cowboys. Jets have seven. Cowboys have five. You make it so personal with the Cowboys. Keep chasing. Maybe you can climb that mountain. Wow. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Here's Adam, Adam Schefter just a few moments ago in the last hour, quickly, uh, checking in uh, in relation to uh, – actually, I don't see the Adam Schefter. There it is, in relation to Aaron Rodgers. You know, so I'm not giving up the jersey, okay. Him walking off arm and arm with Randall Cup. The way he sounded, the way he saluted the beat writers – saying goodbye to them at the end of the year, thanking them for everything. He, he sounded and looked like a guy who was saying goodbye and moving on. That, that, that's just the way that it looked and sounded to me. That was on ESPN Milwaukee this morning with uh, Gabe, Chewy, and Jen. And I got to tell you, he can sound however he wants right now. This is going to drag out. This is going to be Memorial Day. Do, do you honestly think that before OTAs we will have an answer on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yes. I do. Do you think by the draft we will have an answer on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yes, I do, because the Packers have to make a decision on Jordan Love's fifth-year option. That's due in May, so they will make a decision about Aaron Rodgers' future one way or the other. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.